listening to Bible Fellowship Church's devotional podcast, Let's Talk. I have this old trunk sitting in my living room, and my grandfather gave it to me as a conversation piece. His only request was that I remember its history and share it. It was a strong box from the 1800s used to carry payroll on a train to railroad workers. I love antiques and the stories behind them. It's just a priceless artifact, but it's my treasure chest. I put things in it that are valuable to me, but there's no lock on it because the things inside have just have meaningful value. Things I want my kids to look at and find. Nothing a thief would desire to steal. Every once in a while, I open up that old trunk and get lost in the contents inside. You see, I keep my great-grandmother's poetry booklets there. Now, I knew my great-grandmother, but I was young, and I didn't quite really know my great-grandmother. And when I read her poetry, it's like meeting with her heart and mind of wisdom. Her poems are filled with reflections on scripture, creation, prayer, and every topic related to her relationship with God. Opening up that treasure chest reminds me of the value of the Word of God, specifically the wisdom literature in the book of Proverbs. Proverbs was written for young Jewish boys going into adolescence. This doesn't surprise me when you consider the temptations young men face in life and the topics being addressed. The narrator is speaking from the perspective of the father, giving instruction to his children to not listen to the foolish woman who will bring destruction destruction on every part of their life. Even more so, he's telling them to replace the void with listening to lady wisdom. And in Proverbs 2, 1 through 6, it says, My child, listen to what I say and treasure my commands. Tune your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Search for them as you would for silver. Seek them like hidden treasures. Then you will understand what it means to reverence the Lord and will gain knowledge of God. For the Lord grants wisdom, and from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Now, church family, I know our congregation ranges from young to elderly. And to the young, I'd encourage you to cherish the word of God above all. Cry out for wisdom and prayer, and also remember to seek out wise counsel from the elderly in your life. Ask them questions, learn from them. And to the elderly, I'm young, we need you. I know you are humble and don't go around advertising it, but you have God's wisdom in your heart. Please share the wisdom God has given you in some way. Sometimes I know we are too busy with our lives to stop and take the time to value the relationship with you and to listen, but we need to. And I'm sorry that in our youth, we take for granted who we have with us now. Thank you for your patience with us. And if there's loved ones in your life that won't stop and listen, please take the time and write it down for them to hear later. Like my grandma's poetry. Because when I read her poetry, it's like her opening up her heart of treasure and sharing the truth that that the Spirit of God wrote on it. In Proverbs chapter 8, God's wisdom is personified as this type of lady, asking us to listen. No matter if we are simple or foolish or wise, she has good things to share, and her advice is wholesome, her instruction more valuable than silver, and if you search for her, she'll love you, teach you about righteousness, share her treasures with you. Wisdom was created before anything else, and she watched as God created everything. She was his architect by his side. 
She was God's delight, and she delighted in God's creation. How she rejoiced when God created the human family to to dwell with. What exactly is wisdom? Although Proverbs personifies God's wisdom as Lady Wisdom, what it's not saying is that she's the fourth member of the Trinity. Wisdom is an, an attribute of God. Simply put, it's skill. It's the action of taking understanding and knowledge and putting them to use. Like a craftsman that, that's given resources and tools to create something. He masters them by creating something good out of them. If we take a look back to Genesis 1, 1 through 3, before God created anything, anything, the earth was formless, and we see his spirit was hovering over the chaotic waters. And God spoke creation into being by the word of his mouth. And it was his word and spirit that carved order and life out of the formless and void. Likewise, as we are being created anew through Jesus, we seek God's word and his spirit is creating order out of our chaos. And if we look back to Proverbs 8 and 9, we see lady wisdom isn't a joy kill. Young people, yes, she is disciplined. She is about order and parameters, but joyful are those who listen to her, for whoever finds wisdom finds life. And in chapter 9, she's inviting us into a great feast filled with good things to share. And to the mature and elderly, we could learn from her kindness and generosity. She's nurturing. She's about relationship, mentorship. She spends her time helping the young and weak get through this life. And finally, the book of James has a lot to say about this same wisdom. In James 1.5, it says, If you need wisdom, ask, and our generous Heavenly Father will give it to you. He will not resent your asking. Let's ask Him together. Dear Heavenly Father, You are so good to us, and out of all of creation, You say we are Your prized possession. Let us not take You for granted this week and reject the good gifts You want to give us. We cry out for your wisdom today, and I don't know who needs what, but I trust that you do, and I ask you to bring life out of our chaotic situations, and help us to tune our ears to your wisdom, and take the time to listen and value the relationships with each other horizontally. Thank you. We praise you ahead of time, and in Jesus' name we ask all these things. Amen.